This afternoon we'll be exploring this beautiful quality of heart called compassion. It's said that when the, the heart that's filled with wisdom looks upon or touches the goodness of another being or touches our own goodness, what naturally arises is loving kindness or metta. And when the heart that's filled with wisdom touches upon the suffering of the other or our own suffering, what naturally arises is compassion. So it's this responsive heart. It's how it responds skillfully to suffering. It's interesting in the in the Pali Canon, which is this uh, collection of these uh, discourses that make up much of the literature of early Buddhism. There are a couple different Pali words that are used for compassion, and one is this Pali word, anukampa. For example, it's used when the Buddha encourages his monastics to go out and teach for teach out of compassion for the world. And anukampa means uh, to shake with or to tremble with. And I, I, I think that this is one of these qualities of compassion is, is I learn how to tremble with, to shake with the suffering of the other or my own suffering, but in a skillful way, a way that has a quality of, compa- of, of capacity to it. And I'd like to go over with you what are called the near and far enemies of compassion. This is kind of a, comes from a definition schema that you find in a particular commentary of Theravada Buddhism called the Vasudhimagga. So the far enemy is the opposite of a certain quality of heart. So the far enemy of compassion, the, the opposite of it would be cruelty. And the near enemies are the things that we can get compassion confused with and, and I think there's two sides of this spectrum of, of where there can be confusion. On one side is despair. And that aspect speaks to uh, this quality that compassion is different than being overwhelmed by suffering. When I'm overwhelmed by suffering, I actually can't be compassionate. I'm just trying to make it through in some kind of way. So. Compassion is not despair. It's not that too muchness. And yet it's also not the other side of the equation, which we could call pity. And to me, it has a quality of distance there where I'm actually not trembling with any longer. A lot of times it can be the feeling of looking down upon the suffering rather than being there with it. Compassion is somehow between these two. So it's, it's this willingness to come into contact with, with suffering, but in a skillful way. And, and sometimes what I'll use is a different images to get, give me a feeling sense of it. And one image is at the back of the room, the statue of Kuan Yin. Kuan Yin of, sometimes called Kuan Yin of the South China Sea. And what I so appreciate about her posture is 
how compassion, because she's, she's the incarnation, she's the embodiment of compassion. If you, if you, if you might have an image of her, you might want to look back there, of how, what an interesting image of what compassion is. Because it's, it's, it's an image of ease and openness. And I find that helpful to remember, remember of, can I have a sense of openness and ease as I allow myself to tremble with the suffering I'm coming into contact with? This quality of, of capacity. And then for me, I combine this with another image that, that reminds me of how I need to really come up so close to suffering. And it comes from uh, the life of St. Francis of Assisi and that significant turning in his life where he's riding along on his horse and he comes across a leper. And there's this huge turning where he is so moved by the suffering and sees how important it is to touch it that he immediately gets off his horse and touches and kisses the wounds of the leper. actually come into contact with suffering. Not up above from the horse, but right there on the ground with the other, with ourselves. Yet with ease, like that beautiful image of Kuan Yin. And then one other aspect of compassion, there's a, I think you could say another near enemy. This is a a term that comes from uh, Trungpa Rinpoche. He talks about what's called idiot compassion. I find this really helpful. It's it's this tendency to, um, I'm being compassionate because I feel uncomfortable. And I want to get it rid of that feeling. So then some kind of act can come out of that. Like the, the classic example or the kind of archetypal example of that is enabling. I still want to give you a drink because I'm so sick of <laughs> being around the chaos around it so that I can feel better. But that's not really compassion, right? I'm not, I'm not touching the suffering of the other. And I'm actually not even touching my own suffering. So again, looking on suffering with capacity and yet uh, touching it. So one caveat to all this, this is just, uh, I think, important. Sometimes when I teach, I feel like maybe I'm giving people too much of an idealized version. So I just want to be clear about that. I just want to be honest about my own journey with compassion. What I've noticed, and I think this is often the case for all of these Brahma Viharas, or these these beautiful qualities of heart, is that what I notice, my willingness to come into contact with the suffering of others and my own suffering is, sometimes I am overwhelmed. It's just the way it is. Like I know I go through periods where it's just tough, especially the suffering of the world. And what I've noticed about my own rhythm is that that's part of the rhythm. 
That's just the way it is in terms of that. Many of you might have more capacity around suffering than I do, so I don't want to assume. But I also want to normalize if it's more like this for you as well. And I don't see it as a, a bad thing. I think it's just, it's just what comes with the territory, the willingness. So I'm kind of giving you a nice, clear, neat definition, but I think it's messier than, than that. So we'll be using basically one or two phrases around this. We'll be bringing to mind a particular person or persons. And then what I invite you to do is um, we'll be using either this phrase, may you be free from suffering, or sometimes what I'll use, just to make sure I'm, I'm contacting it, is this quality of, I care about your suffering. So I'll be using both of these. I care about your suffering, may you be free from suffering. The caring allows me to be with it, so it's not a running away. And yet I still have this wish that they are free from suffering. Another phrase that you might just want to use on your own is something like, may you hold your pain and sorrow with compassion. Another phrase that could be used if you know someone who's having a hard time. Okay, so let's give it a try. So I invite you to allow the attention to come inward. Again, you might want to begin with simply feeling the body. Or if the breath is something you've been using to feel the body and the breath, just in a very gentle, open way. And then you might want to begin to bring your attention to your heart center, that place right where your sternum is. And if it helps, you can put a hand there to just really contact that part of your experience. Feeling whatever you feel there, the breath or some emotional quality. And a traditional way of beginning a compassion practice is to bring to mind someone in your life who you know is having a hard time. 
but someone who you have an uncomplicated relationship with, someone who it's relatively easy for you to have a heartfelt connection with. Maybe it's someone who has lost their job or is having some difficulties with their health. Or some relationship difficulties, physical or mental illness. Bringing them to mind, bringing them into your heart. Allowing yourself to be moved by their difficulties. In order to help connect with that feeling of caring, you might want to silently use these phrases or one of them. I care about your suffering. May you be free from suffering. I care about your suffering. May you be free from suffering. you might want to continue by keeping this person in your heart and continuing with the phrases if they fit.
I now invite you to bring to mind yourself. And bringing the mind, bringing to mind the things that might not be going so smoothly, the challenges in your life. Maybe it's something that's arising on this retreat. The physical pain or the judging mind. Or difficulties in your life in general. Health challenges or challenges with family or relationships. And right now, we don't need to figure any of them out. It's just to care. Would you be willing to care in some manner? So bringing yourself into your heart. I care. I care about my suffering. May I be free from suffering. I care about my suffering. May I be free from suffering. And now continuing just like this, caring. Maybe saying the phrases silently, feeling the phrases towards yourself.
I care about my suffering. May I be free from suffering. I now invite you to bring to mind someone that is maybe not in your central or closer orbit of friends and colleagues, but someone who you just kind of know, maybe not a strong positive or negative feeling towards, or maybe a neighbor or somebody you see on the bus or at the grocery store, and you have some sense that they're having a hard time. You've seen the stress on their face. You've seen that life isn't so easy for them. Maybe somebody you see at work. Bringing them to mind just with this willingness, just the willingness to touch their challenge, their suffering. Again, saying the phrases, feeling the phrases, if it fits. I care about your suffering. May you be free from suffering.
I care about your suffering. May you be free from suffering. I now invite you to bring to mind someone in your life that you find to be difficult, a difficult person in your life. Someone maybe you would not pick to be compassionate towards. And your willingness to open to their suffering. A friend of mine had a bumper sticker on his car that summed it up. Mean people are suffering. Would you be willing to touch their challenge, their difficulty? And simply having the willingness to care. You might not care, just the willingness. I care about your suffering. May you be free from suffering. I care about your suffering. May you be free from suffering. And now continuing with this difficult person, maybe using the phrases, feeling into them.
I care about your suffering. May you be free from suffering. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.